0: Welcome to WARN Radio, with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to WARN Radio. This is Tower, I'm here with The Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warren-usa.com and DanaglenSmith.com. Warren Radio is now on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss the featured posts this week. Be sure not to miss the following posts on our in depth biblical art- articles and radio shows. On danaglynsmith.com, socialist dreams, visions, and sugar plums. America, seven abominations. On warn-usa.com and Dana Smith weeping over national sins. We look at the sighing and crying for the sins of a nation. Gospel of John, the five prophecies. And you don't want to miss these WIBR WARN radio shows on warren usacom Christian Life series of John and Jude's epistles. Gospel Advocacy Classic. Power of God book of Romans part 2 on sound the shofar Lord binds breach Isaiah's prophetic book part 75 on battle lines and do not miss these worn radio episodes from the week of July 12th through the 14th Wednesday's advocacy show faith in In Christ Jesus, Missions, Pakistan, Myanmar, Persecutions at Warren Radio, Thursday's Isaiah series, I Will Revive, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 180, On Battle Lines, and Friday's Sound the Shofar, Perilous Times, Casual Effect, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 2. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storylines of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books A Million, Ingram. And you can also find the Rising Ebook on Google Play. And now I welcome in the Watchman. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. We are continuing with our series, Rejuvenating Hope. And uh, this is part three Today we're talking about perilous times, forms of godliness, form of godliness. We're going to be looking at this, and one of the bad things when we look about the perilous times, people have forms of godliness. Doesn't mean that they're godly at all, but they have forms. By the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. There's only one way to be justified, and that's your faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. I mean, that's the way it is. That's Scripture. If you don't want to believe Scripture, I can't help you. Neither can the Lord. He can definitely uh, do things in your life to make you think about it. If you have an argument with the Lord ongoing for a few years, he will let you go and bring you to a point of repentance. (laughs) That's because man is weak. Of course, there are those who stick to their stubbornness. So once again, perilous times, forms of godliness. Now be sure it will arrive in its fullness one day. Today, though, there is no doubt. We live in a perilous and hard to bear time. I mean, if I just speak of America, it is perilous, and the poor my is everywhere here. And when we talk about a poor my godliness, there are those who persist in their stubborn ways and they see themselves as correct or right or godly or truthful. And that's a big issue. There's only one truth. We think there's many truths. But we live in a time of consummate evil. Lust, blindness and far from the truth of God. We're far from the things that we should be aware of and know. Now this evil or perilous time you know, finds the people or those who will fall into this trap. And among the nations of men, evil and wickedness is ignored. That's because most of them think it's correct. It's also a time where everyone thinks they are righteous and or at least must be understood. And that's of course where our age of delusion, sin and moral apathy come in at. Now see, when we talk about delusion, we see this, one of the biggest things for us in America, you know, America's backslidden state is hard to believe for many Americans and others. You know, it's always been people outside of America that could always see America's faults better than America could. I think that's typical of mankind. You know, the Lord did say, get the Stick out of your own eye before you start pulling all the sticks out of other people's eyes. In other words, their faults. Before you start picking their faults out, take care of your own. This is a time of being aware of the many issues... ...that riddle the younger generation. They want you to understand their issues. But this is a generation that has grown up. Mainly because we've been a rich nation. And uh, it's been easy. Yes, there's been issues. Younger generations want you to understand their issues... A generation that doesn't realize that they, many of them, are filled with self-centered pride. And, of course, that pride is seen as a form of godliness or things that are correct, because everybody else is wrong. Now, see, that's the issue when we talk about perilous times. There will be forms of godliness, among many other issues. So today we're going to be talking about that and rejuvenating hope in Christ Jesus. Because that's what we all need. Not just the younger generation that are filled with self-pride and forms of godliness. Now, you know, when we talk about the issues, um, I had a chance to read Herzog's uh, address to U.S. lawmakers now, of course, there were those who boycotted the speech, and uh, I don't, you know, these are the same people that just about boycott anything else, you know, I mean, it's just, just the way it is, you know, Bernie Sanders, AOC, Elian Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and other Democrats, But see, you always see Bernie Sanders, A.O.C., Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib in a lot of this stuff. And, you know, as an American and living in a free country, they can boycott it. But he had a good speech. He delivered an important address, as all Israel news says. That's very true. And he did express Israel's strong position against Iran. And I don't blame him. So it was a good thing. Now, you know, Israel has a lot of trouble on their own with this particular situation they've got. They're trying to take the power. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs, but some of the things I read coming out of Israel, of course, there's a lot of people that don't agree with it. They want to give more, more power to the Supreme Court and less power to the judges. And see, I you know, according to this, now I don't know all their law, but uh, they don't want to overthrow, allow courts to overthrow the Supreme Court anymore. The Supreme Court has a final say-so. Now, see, that's the way ours does. You know, if you appeal to the Supreme Court, whatever they do, whatever they say, that goes. And you abide by it, except for the Biden administration. They'll go back and they'll find a way around it. Because they don't take no for an answer. So we've got our own issues. So does Israel. And I think that's something we we all have to live with. We are in those days. So when we talk about the last days and the perilous times, there's been a lot said about this. I'm not going to try to sit here and and I'm not getting into all the arguments and all the perilous times and all the different pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, and all the other stuff that gets involved in when we talk about the end of days. I ain't the least bit interested in it. I deal with the current and the now while I look for the Lord as I live here for the Lord. And I don't worry at all about pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I don't worry about missing the rapture because there's no way I'm going to miss the rapture. Because the rapture, as you know it, will cease to exist. I mean, it's not going to happen. But don't take my word for it, just believe what you want to, you know. And if the rapture occurs, I'm ready to go. But it's, it's not going to happen as we think. There is a time for it. And so at any rate, so we talk about the last days. That's the farthest, final, uttermost period of time. Perilous. It is so bad it will reduce your strength mentally, physically, and spiritually. Peril- perilous is described as being difficult or dangerous. Now the word itself means furious or fierce. And these will be the days that actually reduce man's strength to live, enjoy, and survive. And time here is a proper time or season, the set proper time or season is going to come. The, the perilous times are a time period, as pointed out in Timothy, that are going to be so bad they reduce the strength of people in a difficult, dangerous, furious, fierce time. And they would be so bad, they would reduce your strength. You just get wearied out from them. And that can happen today because we got so much stuff happening in America. But see, the thing we have here, though, no matter how perilous, no matter how dangerous, no matter who you are, if you know the Lord, if you don't, you can know the Lord because grace is here. You can find strength in the Lord, a real strength but these are you know remember when we talk about it we talk about a kingdom of god and today that kingdom of god we can reach through Joshua Jesus Christ and there's many benefits to know on the lord forgiveness redemption and many other things so let's look at Second Timothy for a bit. Chapter 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Okay, this is a set proper time or season known as the perilous times. These perilous times are going to be difficult and dangerous. Meaning, in a word, furious or fierce. Well, many times today, things are fierce and furious. That's true. But they would be so bad, so difficult, they would, they're going to reduce the strength of people. It'll burden your soul, burden your spirit. And, and in order to keep where you need to keep before God, you need to be constantly looking to him, seeking him, talking to him, Uh, And and included in that, you know, you need to be thankful. Thank him. Bless him. Recognize the benefits of knowing him. But be thankful. Be gracious. You know, and you're going to meet a lot of people that are totally wired up into stuff. And so, you got to be filled with the Spirit. you got to know the Lord God, filled with the Spirit. And know that the people you're dealing with, that who are fierce, and in your face, and, and of course then there's the murderers and the rapists, there's everything else. Let's see, the one thing that it says in the second sentence, um, second uh, verse, men will be lovers of their own selves. I mean, that's America and the world today. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. We see that a lot. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those who are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying the power of thereof from such turn away. A form of godliness is not going to save you. Going to church is not going to save you. Now, of course, you start talking to some of these churches that think, you know, once you're baptized a member of the church, you're saved. That's That's not true. You must be born again of the Spirit. Okay, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts. Of course, you always get back to the sexual potion. But see, today we have a lot of sissy men... And you got strong women, and you got men wanting to be women, and women wanting to be men. People are confused. And all this comes at a time when America and the world is filled with technology and knowledge is going to increase. So when, you know, Paul tells Timothy they're ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, he's talking about their system back there then. In the Roman Empire, they weren't high technological, not compared to us, but they were to to the world. The Roman Crusaders, you know, the army, was one of the best and finest in the world. They eventually fell, though. Rome fell because of their own corruption. And it's kind of funny that at the highest point of our knowledge and technology where we are building rockets to go to Mars and we've already been to the moon and we're doing everything that we're doing right now. Biden, in a, in a whiff of, you know, spectacular knowledge, was able to grip on to the fact that we're going to put something in front of the sun to keep it from global warming, you know, warming the globe. And which is a stupid idea. Because if you, if you consider that the global warming to date has been one half of 1% all this time, this is since the beginning. 0.5 of 1%. In all this time, that's all it's ever warmed. And so you're spending billions of dollars on green stuff. And overseas, they, you know, in some of these countries, you know, they want to tear down the trees, they want to kill their animals, they want to stop the coal, oil, gas, so you're going to be in the dead of winter, you won't have anything to warm with, you won't have anything to eat, so good riddance. Now see, I'm not part of that crowd, because it's wrong, it's corrupt. It's a method to control the world. And believe me, a lot of people are going to die. Because when the Lord comes back, it says he will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And that's exactly how they're going to destroy it. And so it says, this Janus and Jambres withstood Moses. Now you remember Moses standing before the Pharaoh doing all these uh, Miracles, but the but these two were able to do a couple of things just like Moses, but then Moses went beyond and they couldn't do anymore. Matter of fact, they suffered from it. Uh, So this is, you know, some of the miracles and power of Satan can go along to copycat the Lord only so far. And then you have a true man of God stand up like Moses who is doing these things these guys are doing the same thing well you see Moses you're not very tough then Moses does a few these other plagues and these guys are totally taken out so just as you have people that are fake thinking they know what they're doing the truth signified here by Moses so do these those who are in the perilous times resist the truth and that's what they do today in America they resist the truth and you have people that are over there tell you that there's you know no set gender they've got I forgot how many genders they've got out there there's only two genders male and female that's the biblical aspect that's what I believe you don't want to believe it that's up to you but see the thing of it is you're resisting the truth because the Bible is the truth And when Christ came, he was was known as the way, the truth, and the life. He was the light of the world. And in Revelation, he's known as the Almighty, the Alpha and Omega. So these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Reprobate concerning the faith, the faith of Christ. And we have those today. Uh, and and they've been in Congress. They've been voted into Congress, I I've, you know. And I've followed them for many years. I've found them around. I found Antichrist. I found those who called themselves Jesus Christ. I found those who claim to be, you know, the head mucky muck of darkness. And I looked them up. I found them. And I found one down in Florida. Found one, I think, it was over in Australia or New Zealand. Found one down in South America. Found one over in the Soviet Union. And uh, I and there's a lot of these that have popped up over and, and they, you know, and, and this is what you got to remember: we are in a time of deceit. So, for you, you need to take care of yourself and your family. That's the first order of business. You need to get right with God through Jesus Christ. You need to stay there and don't let anybody or anything remove you from it. And then move out once you're stable. Don't do this till you're stable because you'll get lost. Because if you go up some of these people and you're not stable in the Lord, they'll persuade you and you will lose. You need to be found in Christ. Without him you can do nothing. And the, verse 9 of that, and we're not going to go any further, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest to all men, as theirs was also, also was. Now when you take this thing, and I'm not going to do it, I have this broken down. So if they're covetous, uh, avarice, greedy, and materialistic, that sounds like America. It's really the world, but I think we're one of the worst. Uh, and Great Britain's pretty close to us. You know, you can take the European nations, and you can take Australia, New Zealand, but but we, America, is is the the king of uh, avarice and greed and materialistic attitudes. Now, that doesn't mean every American is. Because God has a remnant. I mean, even in Israel, when the trend at the time was following Baal, And they had 150 prophets of Baal set up against Elijah. Well, by the time the show was done, the 150 prophets of Baal were destroyed. And so, a certain wife of a certain king was going to kill Elijah. So Elijah ran for his life. He was fearing for his life. He finally got up to the cave where he was headed. He got in there and God said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he says, I alone am left alive. There are no other believers. You know, and, well, the reply of God was, I have 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Go back. You know, and when he was faced with that, he was... Up there by himself facing them, and there was a miracle. Yet, even with the miracle, he turns around, and everybody, you know, the, <laughs> the main bosses of the kingdom, Ahaz and Jezebel, well, they were going to kill him. Ahaz wasn't because Jezebel wore the pants in the family. So he ran for his life. Well, I got news for you America's a mess. America's materialistic. America's headed into bad times. Now I've already prophesied nothing by anything that I've done. But God gave it to me and I and I spoke it. And I warned about the division of, of America being even more than it than people thought it was. And that was a number of years ago. I warned in the 2020 election it was not going to have the outcome that many of the supporters of Trump would like. And I also warned them that there is a coup d'etat long before anybody talked about it. This is before he even got in office, I was telling people. There's going to be a coup d'etat in the Biden administration. And that coup d'etat was not to overthrow Biden. That coup d'etat was to overthrow America. Now you can believe me, disbelieve believe me, I, I, I don't really care. I don't make a habit of, of telling people, if you want to hear what I have to say, I do it on the radio program. I don't go around bragging all over everywhere saying, well, I know this. The only reason I know these things is because of the Lord. And, it's, and I didn't fall asleep. I didn't have a dream. I was wide awake. And I heard the voice of the Lord. As clear as I can hear you. When you, you know, If you were standing me face to face, I heard. And I knew. Because along with that comes understanding. God just doesn't give you a word and you don't know what it is. You know what you're to do with it. But you can find in, in 2 Timothy 3, and we're not going to spend a lot of time because most people know about 2 Timothy in Perilous Time. But you see, when you have a generation like America that has a form or an appearance or some kind of formula for godliness or piety. Maybe they have some kind of gospel scheme or holiness. There's only one truth. You have to repent before God. Receive the Lord, John 1. Be born again of the Spirit, John 3. You have to know how to repent. And the importance of it, read Romans 3-7, that'll help you there. Then go to 1 John 1 that tells you you have to walk in the light as he is in the light. For then you have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You'll find that verse in 1 John 1. Now, see, when we talk about all these symptoms, all these traits of the perilousness, and you think that America, with all the technology, and we're talking about artificial intelligence, I was warning about digital and artificial intelligence a long time ago, because I knew about it. This stuff ain't new. They come out and they tell you that it's new. It's not new. It's not new that there's people thinking that the AI robots will kill you. That's way old. None of this stuff is new. It's not new things about Barack Obama either. But many of you finally woke up. And as far as the end of days, we were talking about the end of days and what was going to happen back in the 70s. So if you think you're a special generation to know about the end of days, it's not special to know about it. That's why God put it in Scripture. It's always been there. If you want to wake up, get into the Word of God and stay there. But see, today, I'm not going to tell you that there's no hope. I'm not going to tell you anything like that. I'm not going to tell you that there are people plotting to destroy this country and Joe Biden's right in the middle of it. The Democrats, many of them are in it because they're being led astray. But why is there a need for hope? Well, for one thing, I don't want to live without hope. Hope is what gives me the ability to look out at the day and say, thank you God for the green trees, the warm weather, the beautiful yard, the peace I have today. Because without hope, You get sick, sick of heart and spirit. You see America and it's a mess, but God is not dead. The Spirit of God is here. The Word of God is alive. God still performs miracles. And we report on the persecution of Christians on Wednesdays. And we see miracles and signs and wonders. We also see Christians that die, but they're not dead. Because when you put off this body, you're going to be with Christ. But there are lots of things going on. And there are nations that haven't been totally affected yet. But because Biden did what he did and continues, and there are Democrats that want it, and there are governors that push it, your open borders will bring in the thing that you have no clue on how to fight. Because they are going to destroy your country, they are going to kill your families, and they are going to destroy the cities. And you have people that put Biden in because they knew they, they could depend on him. They're going to control him, and they have been. And their goal is to destroy this country totally. And some of the biggest countries in the world are behind it. The bottom line of it is society as we know it. All the places where we today on this little planet are living. Society. There's one thing society can guarantee you that there is a rejection of the true and living God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and all that pertains to him. The rejection of his son and all he did. And then there's no, no God, no salvation, no loves. Because the triumph of man, which will lead to hopelessness, And there's many today that are of corrupt minds and reprobate concerning the faith. These are utterly worthless concerning our true faith, yet they have a form of godliness. But you see, you have that whole group, and that's why when the Lord comes, he's going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. But the thing of it is, God is moving today. And and if you are so caught up in all the hate and all the nonsense, you're going to miss the move of God. Because he is moving today. He's changing hearts. Overseas we see the enemies of God coming to the Lord. We see Christians seeing miracles. We're also seeing Christians die. Christians persecuted. They're persecuted in North Korea. They're persecuted in China. They're persecuted today. One of the worst places is Nigeria. Pakistan and India are also terrible. But in fact, by the time it's done, God said, you'll be hated of all nations for my sake. That's what the Lord Jesus said. We we are there now. We have been for a long time. We're not in the fullness of the end of days. And so what you wind up with, living in a, in a society amidst a daily battle, and in that daily battle, like in America, it encompasses every city Every town, every farm, every government, every state. It affects our friends around the world. Every day there's an attack. As the angel said, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. For the devil, you know, he's been cast down among us. And he's angry. He knows he has but a short time. Because the Lord, when he comes, will utterly destroy him. But you see, in the midst of all this, you have a measure of faith. If you know Jesus Christ, you have a measure of faith. For I say, Paul says in Romans twelve three, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. To think soberly. You know, awaken from the stupor. You can be so petrified from social media you can't even think. Get off of it. Now, we've been on Instagram and Facebook for a lot of years. I got off Facebook and most of Instagram a long time ago. And then I got back on it. I don't know, a number of years ago, and now I've officially ended it. We are no longer on Instagram or Facebook. And we will cut out the social media totally if we have to. But we have places. You want to find out what the Word of God is, you come to the WIBR Warren Radio websites. At the end of this broadcast, I'll tell you how to find them. We have extensive series, in-depth articles. Our articles are not like what you commonly see. Today, most of them, including you know, just about everybody has has websites, have it so filled with ads, you got to look to find what the article is. And you'll find about five lines, maybe six lines, in a little paragraph right at the beginning and then you'll have a ton of ads and then there will be another little paragraph there might be four paragraphs five but that's usually about it my articles go anywhere from 2,500 words you say 20, 22, 2,500 words at a minimum all the way up to five, 6,000 When I write, I write. And there's a lot of scripture. And our shows are filled with scripture. In Hebrews 10.23 it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. You have to believe that God is in charge today. And he put that charge in in the hands of our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua Hamashiach. That's why he's called the Almighty in Revelation 1. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the one who has the keys of death and hell. And he is the Almighty. And he is the one that's going to put down all principalities and powers. He already has. But... Revelation shows the final curtain. Today you can't waver in your faith. Today when you're just blitzed in your daily lives with troubles and issues, read the Word of God, listen to the Word of God, play it in your house, you know, get some good scripture tapes and play them all day long. Or find you a good station like uh, you know, CBN Salah is a good, easy, easy-going one. Where you know it, it'll help you, calm you, and they're they're biblically based. You can listen to a lot of the Word of God all day long. Just put it, let it ring out through your house. Don't watch things on TV that are just pure manure. There's a lot of stuff. I don't even have... I have a TV over there. It was given to us because we didn't have one. And I use that to stream stuff that I want. So I'm connected to the websites that are biblically based... To websites that have positive, uplifting things, and I'm connected to solid Christian websites with the Word of God. I also have all my social media, where <laughs> I then go out and find what's happening. And of course, when you hear everything going on and all the comments and everybody, you you know, it's just more than you want to listen to. You don't need to know everything going on. You don't need to be depressed all your life. God put you down here so you can have faith, be an example, be a light, and live your light. You know, in, even Ecclesiastes talks about, you know, one of the gifts of God is being able to live your life on earth and enjoy it. There's a lot of people that don't. And Hebrews 11.6, this is very important. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith you can't please God. Because, see, the bottom line of it is, if you don't have any faith that God exists, you're not going to believe that he is. And you're not even going to believe that he will reward you for anything, let alone believe that he's even there. So you need faith. It's impossible to please God because you can't find him without faith. Now, you might find some other things, but you ain't going to find the true and living God. Deuteronomy 30.14 says, But the word is very nigh unto thee, in thy mouth, in thy heart, that thou mayest do it. Now see, Romans picks this same verse out of Deuteronomy, which is in the Torah. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, in thy heart, that is, the word of faith, which we preach. See, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And you also need to understand the word of faith which uplifts you, builds you, gives you faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that is why if you get back in into the Torah, know that every man lives by lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You may not like it, but that's the way it is. And see, if you read Matthew four four. it says this. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we have a battle. We have a form of godliness. There we also have a form of righteousness. We have a form of people saying that they, you know, I'm the one that knows the truth and they tell lies. There's a lot of people that think they know the truth and you know, just look at politics. Politics is a mess. But see, there are those, and I could name them, who've been in politics all their lives and they've learned how to become multimillionaires. You see, our forefathers who created the Constitution, did everything, and by God's hand created America, many of them died for the very Constitution that we take lightly. And do we have a country? Do we have a nation? Do we have a republic? Yes, ma'am, he said. If you can keep it. A republic, if a constitutional republic, if you can keep it. But see, you have a lot of kids now. A lot of young people, a lot of people that don't want to work. This is one of the worst systems is because I have connections to business. There's a lot of them. Everybody I know, it doesn't matter what it is. They can't find people that want to work. There's even an article done. I was thinking Epoch Times did it. But uh, they can't find help. Nobody wants to work. Everybody wants to be on Biden's free money machine. That ain't going to last. That isn't how America works. America was built on the blood, sweat, and tears of Americans who lived in this country, loved this country. And many men fought and died for this nation. Now see, I had neighbors. And uh, they were together. They were a couple, two men. And I was friends to them. Because scripture says, in as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. They were good guys. I never talked to them. You know, about anything else but a few other things. You know, I didn't ridicule them. Didn't do nothing. I didn't hate them. Not at all. I liked them in as much as possible, be at peace with all men. But uh, one of the older ones, we were talking one day, telling about World War II. See, my... I'm a third generation Navy man. My grandfather was in the Navy. My dad was in the Navy in the South Pacific. My grandfather protected the America's shores because he was working with the government. And I told him, I said, there's a lot of men that died to keep us free. And he says, I don't believe that. Of course he does A lot of people don't believe that. But that's the truth. World War II, when Hitler took over all of Europe... If America hadn't joined in there, Europe would have never been free. They they, they could not beat Hitler without us. Jap- Japan came along and they were vicious warriors. And the thing that broke their back was the bomb. And today they criticize the bomb. But I can tell you, without that bomb, in an act of war to save lives, because they, they believed that it would take them More than a million, because a million deaths is what they expected if we went into Japan. So when the bombs dropped and Japan surrendered, there was a lot of GIs that were happy. They were happy to be out of the war. But don't judge people from where you sit and look back in history and think you know the truth. You don't know the truth. You're a bigot if you do. Doesn't mean they were perfect, but they were fighting for their existence. But he didn't believe it. See, there's a lot of things people believe today that I don't believe. But you see... Revelation 22, go read it. You'll find these phrases. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is ungodly, let him be ungodly still. For I come quickly and my reward is with me to give to all men according as the work shall be. You're living in the end of days, Revelation tells you, if you're holy, be holy. If you're righteous, be righteous. If you're wicked, go ahead and be wicked if that's what you want. Because, you know, and if you're ungodly, if that's what you want, help yourself. Revelation 22. Go ahead and do that because I'm coming back, kids. And when I do, I'm going to judge you And I'm going to give you according to your work. An ungodly man will get an ungodly reward. A wicked man, a wicked reward. A righteous man, a righteous reward. A holy man, a holy reward. And there's only one way to be holy and righteous, and that's through Christ Jesus. So I'm not out to change you from being wicked into righteous. I haven't even been called to do that. I'm here to warn you. And then on your own, you think and count the cost and decide if you want to repent or not. When preachers preach the word, the word of God is a seed. It'll get in there and it'll convict you. And that'll tell you that you need to repent. In short, folks, we need to rejuvenate our hope today amidst all this godlessness and untruth. Your family needs it. You need it. Rejuvenate your hope in Christ Jesus and prepare to stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Father, we thank you for this word. Bless this word to the hearts, lives, minds, souls, and spirits of those who hear this. Add the increase and bless them. Fill them with hope, a rejuvenating hope. Fill them with faith, O Lord, and bless them. In Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness. From the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. Now, go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglensmith.com. On danaglensmith.com, that is the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research, the WIBR. Our website at warn-usa.com. is our WARN Radio site or the Watchman Alert Radio Network. That's what WARN is, the Watchman Alert Radio Network. We have our shows on various platforms and there are platforms overseas that have our programs on it. If you want to find us, go to our websites, because there's coming a day when you will not find our websites they will be hidden we're preparing for that day and when I started all this I knew that there was coming a day that they would take them down America is going to be judged America as I know it will cease to exist And in all intents and purposes, I think that's already happened. Because it definitely isn't the America I lived in. But for you, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Walk in his word. Keep your hope, folks. Until next time, shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of
1: The Warren Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.